Welcome to the Big Daddy Sports Minute, sports talk radio from the fans' perspective. I am Paul Big Daddy DeMay, and alongside me as usual is very sick Mike. <clears throat> Howdy. And, of course, Jason. Hello. So, I'm not sick. Thank God. And I'm really hoping, Jay, that by the time I'm done tonight, I'm not sick either, because I told Mike I would punch him really hard. If yeah, if I get sick because I'm sitting next to him, and, and I told you, stop, and he's stop talking up, about tickling me, hacking up a lung. So I apologize to everybody out there right now. <clears> if you <throat> hear Mike coughing every three seconds, yeah. um, we could just mute him. You can, I might mute myself, <laughs> but I think I'm done. Hack, I've hacked up my uterus. I've hacked up my esophagus, my spleen, um, my left ventricle and my heart. <laughs> well, we this is a good way to start pleasantries, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> now that now that half your innards are on the floor. Oh god. So you know what I want to I want to start with Jason because he sounds happier and more pleasant than you Jason do. Jason sounds very happy to me. <laughs> I am. I don't know why, but yeah, uh, I'm pleasant. <laughs> Well, that was I don't very, know what else to say. That was one of the best pleasantries we've ever had in, yeah. in season one. <laughs> that was very good. So I'm glad I'm glad to hear that, Jay. Um, I'm going to go second because I never get to. Um, I've got nothing to say, so go ahead. <laughs> well, That's a first. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Oh, my God. This might be the quietest show <laughs> Mike's ever going to have. <clears throat> Maybe it's a good thing he's as sick Under the as weather. he is. Yeah. Um, I'm just super-duper tired. So I unfortunately have a job. Do you guys have you guys heard of anime? Yeah, of course. Okay, I don't know anything about it. Some kind of cartoon stuff, right? I guess. I mean, Japanese cartoon um, characters and shit, right? I have no idea. Yeah, Come on. I, look I, it up. I, I don't know. Stats man, look it up. I don't know enough <laughs> about it, but I know that my hotel this week is having the Middle Tennessee Anime Convention, which is one of the <coughs> largest in the United States. And there will literally be thousands of people coming through uh, my hotel this week. And uh, from what I heard from last year, and I'm hoping this happens this year. Um, so, that, long story short, I had one of my uh, um, contractors in the other day, and we were talking about it. And he says that um, last year, a, one of his best friends took his 10-year-old son to this. At the hotel, and it's also at the at the Music City Share or at the Sheraton Music City also, but he uh, spent two hundred dollars per ticket, mm -hmm. thinking that it being anime that it'd be kind of like a kids thing, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, so he and his ten year old son walk into the hotel, and mm -hmm. there's just I mean literally hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people, and they're all dressed in different costumes, and is that Comic Con sort of? I guess it's something similar, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, I'm looking at some pictures now, and it's it's similar to Comic-Con and Yamacon and Momocon and all that kind oh, of stuff. Oh, it's a Momocon. So, but anyway, so Wait, this... Wait, it's a Timacon. <laughs> so anyway, so this 10-year-old uh, looks up at his dad and says, Dad, those two girls are wearing bikinis. <clears throat> and his dad says, oh, that's nice. And as they walk closer... Well, the girls weren't wearing bikinis. They were wearing body paint with nothing else on it. Oh, Lord. Like, they were naked with just body paint. And I he, knew I was an anime fan. He, he covered his son's eyes. They turned around. They walked out. So this guy spent $400 and was there less than five minutes. 
Oh my god! I was like, all right, I cannot wait for this now. <laughs> I was like, come and stay at our hotel. That's, Holy crap! That's why, you're, that's why you're working so much this week. Exactly. Right. It's like, well, now I don't have a choice. I have to work this week. <laughs> so anyway, so we got that going on in my hotel. I've just been super busy and super tired and not getting a lot of sleep. So that's how I am this week. I don't even know. I don't even know how to put that. It's not negative in any way. I just can't wait for Sunday to come so I can actually sleep. It'll be a good time. I'm going to go check out the anime convention. <laughs> Just kidding. Well, it starts tomorrow afternoon and goes all day Friday, Saturday. I, is that really allowed? They must not have been naked, though, because they must have had, like, panties on with painted body paint. I don't know. I'm just going based on what the guy said. Yeah. And, I mean, it would not surprise me with some of the stories I've heard that they were actually naked with just body paint. I don't know, man. It's so, little... I don't know. I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll it's take some pictures if I see any this weekend. <laughs> Because I'll be there Friday and Saturday. We'll, we'll share them for all of our podcast fans. Exactly. We'll put it up on, on Instagram. How about that? There you go. Hey, put something on Instagram. Yeah, that'd be great. So, How um, you doing, Mike? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. You guys really don't want to hear any of this. Um, <coughs> I cannot get rid of this cough. I literally have been coughing nonstop for the last four days. Not another nonstop. Hmm. Taking every drug and prescription and honey and eating grass. I put dirt in my mouth. I did. Uh, I ate some tree bark. I've, um, you know, that could be a problem. That might be. <laughs> that might be one of the problems. That might. Very tree bark well was be a little scratchy problem. going down. Uh, anyway, see, it's just been uh, rough. But you know, I'm still a happy, positive guy because I don't do negative stuff on my pleasantries, except for today. Well, I'm just glad you've talked five minutes without actually coughing. I just took a cough drop, and I'm drinking water, so let's see how it goes. All right. We got eight inches of snow on Sunday, so. No way. Dude, that picture you sent was crazy. Yeah, I can't believe it, man. It's, isn't it like almost May? Well, no. it's middle of it's April. April. It's middle of April. It's almost May. Yeah. I'll yeah, take my 78-degree weather we had today. Yeah, that was nice. A little hot when you don't have AC in the car. Well, when it was 38 in the morning the other day, I don't have heat in my car, so it was a little bit chilly. <laughs> what a pair we are. <laughs> yeah, way to go, Chevy. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. GMC. So, well, I mean, I'm glad we're all here. I'm glad Mike's hacking up and long, but he's still here. I'm here. Jason, happy birthday to your now 18-year-old daughter. Yep. That's crazy. Wow, I can't believe that. Yeah. I'm finally free. <laughs> she's out you kicked her out no yeah she's out she's out <clears throat> 18 she, you're out she, she out by sunday night <laughs> yep so right. yeah well tonight on the show we are going to uh we're gonna have a lot of fun we're gonna uh start out with the injury report oh boy. which you know is i think quickly becoming mike's favorite intro music if not segment altogether that's funny um then we're gonna be hanging with the brothers and talk a little masters tigers winning tigers win the NHL playoffs. I think you guys need to redo your predictions. Might, might have to do that. Jay. Just saying. That's why I well, told you, you every time, Paul. So are we, we allowed to change? Hey, this is why I said last week that I will look at it again after the first round because you just don't know what's going to happen. Well, first so, round's not over yet, so it's over for Tampa Bay. Well, it's over for Tampa Bay and Pittsburgh. <laughs> but um, so we'll talk a little bit about that. Talk a little bit about the draft coming up next week. Some possible trades. Russell Wilson's new contract, and then we'll oh, have a final boy. take. That's ought to be good. So let's uh let's get Randy Lawson found, right? 
and then uh, I'm sorry, I almost forgot I lost mm-hmm. the found because no, Mike's hacking up a lung. And yeah, you did forget. I did. Forget. You Again. almost forget. Nobody this is the why. This is how tired I am. I forgot. I have oh. it written down right in front of me too. Kind of cray cray. You can't. You can't read. I can read. So yes, we'll do hanging with the brothers, then lost and found, and uh, then final, final take. take. Okay. I'll make this lost and found quick. Okay. This is gonna be a lickety split one. Okay. Because we're all want to go we back. We say that, that every last week too. <laughs> exactly. We say that every week, and it still goes an hour. So just well, get just get ready for an I hour. I can't help the. I can't help how great they are. Well, I'll yeah. tell you what. We're never going to get this done unless we get it started. I so. memorized everything this time, so here we go. All right. Well, let's get the injury report going. Okay. Right. <laughs> oh, no. I think the dad is going to get hurt again. Hey, don't do that. He's going to fall. Oh. Oh. Call an ambulance. Get him to the ER. Before he falls down the stairs, look out. his third ER visit this week. Injury report. Yes. So this came about, you want me to tell you what, how it came about again? We got to do this every week, don't we? No. No, we don't? We can do it the first couple of weeks so you know, new huh. listeners understand where it came from. But well, yeah, yeah, Go ahead. Because we get like one new listener a week, maybe two, thousand, so, two thousand, something week. like that, yeah. Well, everybody's got to understand. So basically, it's been about a month now ago we start, when I conceived this in my brain. as a little baby pebble that started blooming itself into my brain. And I said, <laughs> we're trying to think of new segments for the show. <laughs> and I said, um, uh, uh, you know how it's, it, I always, you know how you got the injury report for uh, all, the, all the, you know, pro teams? Going to injury reserve list, <clears throat> but they got to put out injury report. So we should do an injury report, but it's all about Paul and all of his injuries through his life because he's had about three thirty thousand. I injuries. do have a bandaid on my pinky right now. <laughs> and he has a bandaid on his pinky right now. Are we doing that injury report tonight? Is that the segment you're doing tonight? No, no. This this just happened last night at three o'clock in the morning. So this segment is about Big Daddy's injuries. So injury report, Big Daddy falling downstairs. Oh Lord, help me! <laughs> <laughs> tell you what, stops. falling down the stairs when it's when it's linoleum and it's metal it um, hurts like hell. <laughs> just saying. Yeah. It really does. You've, told, you've in, told me that many times. I know. That happened that was right right after I peed on the landing. I <laughs> Dude, that's a good story, but that's not an injury report. <laughs> I know. We gotta do the big daddy stupid report. Yeah. Well, or no, sleepwalking report. Sleepwalking. That was report. when you no, sleepwalk. One time in my life I sleepwalk, I'll never live it down. So, um, that was hilarious. Me and mom were sitting there watching TV at night. You ever hear the story, Jay? Yeah, I have, but you can tell <clears> it. <throat> we're sitting there watching TV, and we hear Paul get up and walk into the kitchen. And mom turns around and looks and goes, Paul, what you, what you need? He didn't say anything. He goes over to the landing, facing the back door. And mom and I hear this, <laughs> and I go, What the hell? Paul, what are you doing? He turns around, walks back to bed. <laughs> Mom gets up and goes, what in the that son of a bitch? And I go, that little son, I'm going to kick his ass. No, I didn't say uh, that. But uh, So Mom had to clean your pee up off the back landing. And you went right back to bed. Like I did. I, I thought Mom told me I acted like I flushed the toilet, too. So that <laughs> night, I walked into your room and I peed on you. Oh, well, I was sleeping, so I didn't care, apparently. Yeah, I didn't do that. 
So, um, well, enough about me peeing on a landing. I guess we should actually talk about a couple of yeah. injuries. Which one are we doing tonight? Well, we're going to actually do two of them tonight, Michael. Ooh, oh, boy. They're two, like, shorter, quick ones. Yeah. Oh, good. Um, the first one, and I think, Jason, I think you remember this. I think you were you were there when this happened. Um, so, our next-door neighbors, um, I, they, they, we had, you know, the dad we called Big Rich. Mm-hmm. And... and you know, looking at Big Rich these days that I've seen pictures of, he's not really that big. We but he just, was big back then. We were just small. We were, salt, yeah, we were a lot smaller. <laughs> we looked up um, and go, he's big. But I remember, uh, I remember being over at their <coughs> house, and, and Rich wanted us, wanted this, he had this big, like, rock that had, like, it was like a piece of cement with pebbles in it that, to me at the time, <coughs> you know, I was probably 12, 13 years old. To me at the time, it was you know, pretty big, and, and it was heavy, mm-hmm. and, you know, of course, me being me, trying to, you know, be Superman and Muscle Man all the time, ribbons of steel, mm-hmm. Rich was like, you know, I'm, I need to open the garage door, is blocking the garage door, and I said, no, let me get that for you, and, and, uh, so I went, up, I went to pick up the rock, and, and I picked it up, no problem, mm-hmm. I just set it down, and when I set it down, my uh, index finger was kind of underneath it. And I set it down pretty hard because apparently it was too heavy for me. <laughs> and when I set it down, I kind of slammed it down on the ground. And, 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 and next thing I know, I, I, Rich actually ended up coming over and picking it up. With one hand. <laughs> with one hand. His, his pinky. <clears throat> and, and, I, and, I, and I look and, and like something was coming out of the tip of my finger. Like it was muscle or uh, you, something. You didn't have any muscle back then. Well, I had lots of muscle back then. So, so yeah. So, anyway, so I, uh, well, I made my weekly trip to the emergency room. Oh, <laughs> Lord. I remember I went back home and went to mom and showed it to her. And she's like, oh, Paul. Get in the car. Here we go again. So, got to the emergency room. And, and this finger, I mean, I still have a little scar right there. And if, if you look at this finger, you see it's, Mike can see it. I see it, it yeah. You can see it's a little puffier. Uh, that's very puffy. Yeah. That's so puffy. And that's because when I got to the emergency room, they had to stuff that muscle back in. And then they t- uh, They didn't they put it in it straight. They put it in. Well, if, if they, if, well, they just stuffed it in because I had to have it apparently. Is that a bionic finger? Well, it's one of three or four I have, yes. Hey, you're so lucky. <laughs> you know, when you go to St. Mary's Hospital in Livonia, Michigan, it says St. Mary's Hospital. And then over the door, it says, welcome back, Paul. <laughs> Actually, I think it says St. Mary's Hospital featuring Paul. <laughs> yeah, if you would have room sponsored name plaques. I yeah. should. My God, I definitely should. What's the second one? So, was, was but, so yeah, one. so anyways, so yeah, that was... Um, <clears throat> that was exciting. That, that one hurt, but that one that one was actually only like four stitches. And I've... And that you was know, you at 12 years old. And now like man. 38 years later, I still have a puffy finger. Yeah. Which never bothers me. Never had a problem with it. So. It goes along with your puffy head. <laughs> so so yeah that one was uh that one was a good one that one hurt um but the the second one that we're going to talk about um and jay you definitely remember this one and are we going to run out if you do two tonight are we going to run out in the next 10 years are we what going to run out of injuries if you do two in one night no dude i got a band-aid on my finger for oh, god's right. sake right. it's got not one. like it's ever going <laughs> to stop we can talk about that one tomorrow next week <laughs> that one's not that exciting but, um, yeah, Jay, I mean, you remember this one when I, I yeah. guess I was being chased by you and your friend Kevin. 
Yeah. And I'm not really sure why you guys were chasing us, because you were chasing us in Little Rich. And I'm not sure why you were chasing us, because we were older and bigger. But you were. I don't mm-hmm. know if we were playing tag or we were, what we were doing, but... <clears throat> Do you recall, Jay? Why you I don't remember? remember, but yeah. Yeah, so apparently we were running across the front lawn of mm-hmm. our house. and Sounds dangerous. Well, it was the lawn was fine. Mm-hmm. It's when I hit my foot hit the curb. And, and you didn't have shoes, or you didn't have shoes on, and you had shorts on, I believe. Yes. Oh, my God. That's right. That's right. Yes. And... I hit the curb, my foot hit the curb, and it slipped, and I went down, and my knee got oh. sliced open oh, Lord. on the curb. I was probably wearing, I was probably wearing shorts and cowboy boots. <laughs> That's what I wore back then. Every day. And a motorcycle was, helmet. Yeah, and a motorcycle helmet because that was the cool thing to do. That was, that was Jason's look back then. Yeah. yeah you going to so, bring that fashion back one day? Maybe. Yeah. So I remember wow. that. I do remember that I hit the ground, and I probably rolled like four times. And uh, didn't do any flips, but I rolled. Don't tell me you went to emergency room. And, well, I mean, I think I got up, and there was so much blood running down my leg. I remember Jason was crying. <laughs> and, and he... Uh, I don't remember that part. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he I, ran, I think Paul was crying, too. <laughs> he went next, I guess he went next door and got, got our neighbor, Sue, and, and she took me into the house and put me in the bathtub and literally pulled a f- whole bottle of peroxide. On my knee. And, oh, and let me when, tell you. And that's when you cried. And that's, I have to admit. <laughs> or screamed, I, actually. I, I think I screamed and cried. <laughs> that hurt, man. That was bad. That's but she true. also called mom, and, of course, mom had to leave work or grocery store or wherever she was at. Oh, my God. Work again. Come home and, well, yep, went back to the emergency room. No, you did not. You I get did stitches? Seven, I think it was 15 or 17 stitches. Yes. Oh, man. What do you, for real? Yeah. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, I know. And and I actually, it was funny because I'm driving over here. I'm stopped at a red light, and I'm looking at my knee, wondering if I could still see the scar. And you you know, if you can look at it in the right light, you can still see it. It's faded. Well, we should take a picture and put that on Instagram. But um, <laughs> dude, we could fill up Instagram with all the scars on my body. Dude, it's, that would be actually kind of funny. We should do that. It's a lot. Like, too <laughs> much. So... That one hurt. That one actually hurt more than the finger did. The finger just kind of went numb and shit started coming out and, you know, and got stuffed back in. It was only a couple stitches and, you know, I was right back to being ribbons of steel the next day. Oh, God. My knee was a different story. I mean, I couldn't run for like three days and that hurt. How old were you then? Um, God, I had to have been 13, 12 or 13. I think you're older than that, but. Maybe not. Well, maybe 14. I mean, because <clears throat> we moved from Livonia when I was 16. So, yeah. obviously, it was before that. So, somewhere between Well, I wasn't around. So I, I might have been. been 15. So, when I, mm-hmm. what grade was I in then? If you were 15, 14. Well, if you were, if I was 15, you were 20. So, you were out of yeah, high school and out of the house. And I don't remember any of that. So, yeah. you could have been 14, too. Well, somewhere I around there. I was out of house at 18, 19. I was 18. a teenager. That's all I know. <clears throat> and um, it hurt like hell. <laughs> Good stuff, Big Daddy. That's, a, that's Good all stuff. I know. That's all I know. So, yeah, that's two more injuries. We can check off the list. All right. We're going down you know? that list. And just in case you're wondering, last night, the reason I have a Band-Aid on my finger, which is starting to come off really quick, is um, so, you know, we have to I – was, I, was, I was sanding down a piece of copper, mm-hmm. and I had this brilliant idea at 3 o'clock in the morning. To, I mean, it's literally just a three-quarter of an inch, maybe an inch piece 
had this brilliant idea of sticking it, it on, on my, your finger, sticking it on my pinky and sanding it. Well, the problem is, is it was sharp on the inside. Yeah, and it burned you. And uh, yeah, and it, it kind of just kind of spun around. That pretty and so, much sums up your life there. So right, day. right on, right on the outside edge of my my cuticle. Yeah, I have it. It's like a paper cut. It's not bad. I mean, I, I put some. Yeah, Neosporin on and a couple of bands. The only reason I got to band it on Did you put your hand in the bathtub and pour a whole bottle of hydrogen peroxide on No, but the guy that I was working with, he's my assistant, he was laughing pretty hard. He was like, why would you do that? It's because he's got to go. keep racking up those injury reports. I said, you know what, dude? You need to you need to listen to my podcast and hear the injury report. You'll understand a little bit more. So. It's almost as bad as the time when I used to weld and I uh, didn't have my welding glove on and I was holding on to a piece of metal and just you know, was doing a quick fix, and my wedding band arced on the piece of metal. And oh almost no! Literally burned my finger off. Yeah. Oh my god, that hurts. Dude. Yeah, that was sucked. So yeah. that was my that's my one injury. Damn wedding injury band. Report. I got a couple to add to it. We'll, we'll do that later when I when I don't have PTSD anymore. <laughs> when that PTSD, PTSD and your your thumb still works. My, well, I gotta strike my thumb too. I forgot about that. Yeah. So I got three. Yeah. Yeah, you got much. three. I I got I got three every week if I want to. Yeah. <laughs> so well, <clears throat> we'll 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 come up with a couple more next week that are you know. It's exciting. It's, it's exciting. It's the best segment that we've ever done. It, it's turning into that. It is definitely almost so, as good as what just happened. Good good thing is fingers healed, knees healed, pinky's gonna be healed. It's all good. And everything's healing. Everything's so healing. The body can until heal. I get hurt again. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll have to heal again. They're putting that body through a rigorous yeah, healing training. God help me. Surprised I've made it this long in life. Me too. What's coming so, up? We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna start uh let's start hanging with the brothers. You got it, boss. Thanks for that loud cough in my earphones. I appreciate that. It wasn't on there, so yeah, I turned it I back I still up. appreciate that. Anytime. Nobody else out there could hear that but me, so I thank you. I'm here to cough for you. Oh, Jay, was it that loud to you, too? Jay can hear it. Yeah. He's well. got good hearing. Um, so, uh, first thing I want to talk about this week is Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods. And I heard a rumor that he actually won something. Well, not only did he just win something, Michael, but he, um, he won the Masters. Wow. And how many times is that for him? Five? That's his fifth Masters, yes. Um, first one since 2002. What's the record? Uh, Jack Nicholas has it? How many times Nicholas has six. Wow. Yeah. So he's still relevant then. Well, not just that, but that, that puts him at 15 Masters over, or 15 Masters, 15 Majors. Majors. Yeah. <coughs> overall, which has now put him only three behind Jack Nicholas for most wow. all time. Wow. That's crazy. So, um, Jay, Jay, did you watch any of the tournament? Yeah, so I didn't. I only saw Sunday. Um, pretty much turned it on just as they were about to make the turn to the back nine, and then I couldn't shut it off because obviously he was he was in it. Uh, wasn't in the lead at the time, but I was like, oh, this is going to be interesting. Um, I think it's just funny that um, you know before that, I mean, he he's had a couple decent tournaments on this kind of comeback, but everybody's pretty much like he's done. And now that he won this thing, now it's like, okay, well, he's going to win the next two majors, you know? Um, so I don't know. I think it's exciting for golf, but yeah, watching the last nine holes, it was 
pretty un unreal. Um, it was like old Tiger, but just a different style. You know, he wasn't crushing the ball. He was playing the course, you know. Um, and I think the intimidation factor of him really set in with some of the other players that he was playing with. Um, I thought it was pretty cool um, when he would hit a shot and the whole crowd would would uh, roar and, like, Kapka's on the hole of, ahead of him and, like, has to stop his shot because – you know, he just got to, he can't concentrate. So, oh, wow. That's yeah. Cool. It, it was exciting to watch, though. Man, I was like, wow, this is pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. It was very exciting. I was fortunate to be able to watch most of all of it Friday, most of it Saturday. And then I caught the last three or four holes Sunday. And I'm not going to lie to you guys. Don't I'm lie. not going to lie. Don't lie. I'm not going to lie. When, Tell he, the truth. when he won it, you cried. I, I shed a tear. <clears throat> I did. I can't, I couldn't help it, man. I mean, he's wow. hugging his kids. You know, his mom's there. You know, his dad's passed away. You know, and they kept showing when he won it in 97, and he's hugging his dad, and then they're showing it on Sunday when he's hugging his son. And it's just, you know, it was a very touching moment. Is he the Tom Brady of golf? <clears throat> um, He's yes. much better than Brady. I would say yes. Well, yeah, I mean. He's better than Brady? At golf, yeah. Well, <laughs> at his sport. I mean, he, has, he had a lot meant. of success in the beginning. He went some years, and now he's. <laughs> gonna start cranking out some more championships yeah, yeah you I know could. it was it was 11 years in between major yeah. wins yeah in my opinion <clears throat> this is probably one of his you know most impressive wins just because of what he's had to go through injury wise obviously he's done some dumb things you know in that 11 year span here with the whole golf club incident and his wife and all the cheating and all that stuff and then he had dui and um but then he had all these injuries with his back and ACL and so for him to come back and play the way he did um that was amazing to watch um man I wish I would have watched it yeah I was coughing I mean, that day he had a couple I think it was 16 where they actually had two hole-in-ones that day on 16 it's just where the pin placement is it's a I wouldn't say an easy shot but for those guys it's an easy shot and they just play the green and he almost knocked the thing in a hole in one. It was unreal. Yeah, I was, uh, I was watching that, and that was yeah. he came close to hitting that hole in one. And they had said on Saturday that there has not been a hole in one on that course. I think they said since '86 <coughs> or '87, somewhere around there. And then on Sunday they get two. Two of them on sixteen. Yeah, and Tiger um, almost gets a, gets one. Wow. Yeah, if he would have hit that, he would have been up by four shots, and probably would have definitely put it away. Um, you know, Kapka, Brooks, I think it's Brooks Kapka, he he was in the foursome ahead of him and uh, on 18 missed a birdie putt, which he shouldn't have missed. Oh, man. And that would have put him basically Tiger just ahead of by one shot. So he ended up parring it. So Tiger knew going into 18 he had to at least get a five. To, he'd have to get a five to win it. Um, I think he played a little conservative. He didn't use his driver off the tee and kind of – he didn't shank it, but he kind of hit it to the right on the fairway. Um, not a very long shot, and then he had to chip out of there. So he wasn't even on the green until his third shot. Right. Really? So, yeah. Um, so you could definitely tell he was being conservative, but I think he would have played it different if Kafka hit that birdie. Um, oh, I think he would have definitely played it, played it differently because <laughs> I totally agree. He was definitely conservative because he knew that all he had to do was bogey the hole and he won. If yeah. if if Kepka had had birdied that and he was only one shot behind, 
you would have seen Tiger way more aggressive, and he would have parred it, and he he still would have won by the one stroke, but still. Yeah. He was definitely more conservative because he knew he had that extra extra shot that he could take. Yeah. So that it, like when he goes to that final green, he doesn't just walk up and say it's a gimme and just I win. He has to actually play the hole. Yes. He actually has to play the hole. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. I like when you get the gimmies. I mean, mm. I was, when I used to play, I would give myself gimmies sometimes. Mm. Probably a lot. Yeah, you know. <laughs> you I use a lot of mulligans, Mike. I still would yeah. Yeah, I do some mulligans. I would still get um, in the 160s for a nine, so that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I'm sure Dave would agree that's great. Great, great shooting. Oh, Dave, Dave knows how good that is. Yeah, can you put your foot down? <laughs> <laughs> it's not smelling. <laughs> It's just weird having your foot right next to me. I'm gonna put this foot where the sun's on shining about two um, seconds. Yeah, and it's, it's it it is uh <coughs> it is crazy that now he's already favored to win the PGA tournament uh, championship. And um, let's not jump the gun. Well, I mean, honestly, you know what? You don't want to put too much pressure on the guy. <laughs> well, mean, he definitely got a lot of confidence back, and I think, you know, I remember watching him play when he was, you know, in '97, '98, when he was just killing everybody i mean the first that first masters he won i mean he won that thing by 12 shots in 97 yeah oh you yeah know? wow um it was interesting i uh gosh that's the second time i've said interesting I, you said a lot I, actually but i, I, I pride like myself it. on I, not saying that over the past four shows i like it though i've done done well but oh well if you don't say um, it interesting then i don't not sure if it's inst- interesting or not true so i'm glad you, you let me know true um, but they were talking on the radio the other day about when he, when he was in, in when he was coming up and he, you know, after his amateurs in, in 97, when he played that and the field was a lot different back then, right? You didn't have guys that were muscular like him and just, you know, he's a different type of player. So he, over the years, the, the players today, if you look at them, they kind of model their game after him, right? They're bigger, stronger, you know? And now he's what forty three, and he's got to play against these guys that basically are like he was in ninety seven. Right. You know, so the competition is way better, I think, than it was when he was younger. Um, so for him to come out and basically just retool his game a little bit, because he he wasn't out there crushing the ball like he used to. You know, I mean, you had uh, what's the other guy that he was playing with? Not Molinari, but uh, Fini. Finia? Uh, is that a Finau? Finau, I think is how yeah, you Finau, say his name. Yeah, Finau. Yeah, I wish Dave was Finau. on here. He'd know. But yeah. that dude, I mean, he could crush the dude, ball. He was out driving Tiger. Oh, and Tiger easily. was driving the ball 300, and he was out driving Tiger. Yeah. It was insane. But Tiger just was, his chipping game was good, and, you know, he was putting the ball really well. I think he was, they said he was ranked number one in the, the chipping, chipping or whatever, short game or whatever yeah. in that tournament. So. Yeah, one um, retooled his game and just played great. Yeah, and honestly, one thing I noticed, me and one of my guests at the hotel, because I was working Sunday, um, we were talking about is how if you look at Tiger back in 97 to 2002 when he won all these, these you know, he won four Masters mm-hmm. and he won a lot of, lot of majors back then, he didn't seem like he was very personable to the crowd. He didn't seem – it was just all like he – it was just all business and he wasn't very humble. He wasn't, you know, you just could tell that he just, he didn't, it's like he was doing what he needed to do and he didn't want to interact with fans or anything like that as he's on the golf course. But if you look at him on Sunday, you know, every time he was walking up to a hole, he's high five, he's, you know, slapping people's hands. He's smiling. He's just a completely different tiger. 
way more humble, way more. Um, I'm trying to think of a word. I'm, I'm the word they, yeah. they said it on Sunday, and I can't think of it right now. But just a completely different, just a completely different player, different guy, different everything. And um, you know, President Trump, if you're listening, um, <laughs> he's got nothing better to do. No, he doesn't. He's probably oh, on Twitter. Yeah, he's, he's well, he was on searching tw- through the best podcast to listen to, and he somehow finds us on SoundCloud. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing how he does that. But he, I just saw it. Where the heck did I just see it? Here it is. Well, I think. So Trump, I mean, I agree with you. Go ahead, Paul. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, um, well, I was just gonna say, Trump tweeted Monday that he spoke to Woods and congratulated him on the great victory, and to inform him that because of his incredible success and comeback in sports or golf, and more importantly in life, that he will be presenting him with the President Medal of Freedom which is the, the highest honor for nation's highest honor for a civilian to receive. Really? Freedom? Yeah. So he gets to be free now? <laughs> is he, wasn't he already free? Yes, he's already free, just, but it's, just, not, it's an honor I, to, to, to be able to come back and do what he did. Oh, yeah. Freedom. How come Brady hasn't gotten that? Man, that's bullshit. <laughs> this whole thing is like bogus, man. All right. Well, Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Yeah, I think so. Just a quick question, guys. Do you think he's going to get to Nicholas's record there? Was it 18, right? Yeah, it's 18. He's at 15 now. And it's funny, the last time Dave was on the show, I asked Dave that question. Of course, that's a tough question to ask because the golf season had just started at that point. But after seeing him play Sunday or play over the weekend and, and what he did and winning the Masters, I definitely think over the next couple of years he'll win three more and or four more and he'll break the record. I, I do believe mm-hmm. that. If I would have asked you that question, though, before that tournament, I bet you would have said something different. I would have definitely said something different. What would it yeah. have been? I, I, I honestly would have said no – Would have been no. I would have said, I think there's a chance, but let's see how he plays at the Masters. Oh, so you would have given yourself the out. You do that all the time on everything. You give yourself the out. He does. He does. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm going to predict this, but then I'm going to just we'll – I'm going to change it a little later. <laughs> We'll yeah. see how he does in the next turn. The next majors in May, so yeah. And and Maybe I think it's it, I think it's great for the game of golf that Tiger won and that he potentially is back to to where he was, you know, eighteen twenty years ago, mm-hmm. and that he does have a shot to break Nicholas's record. And if That's he just great. keeps winning, you know, I just think it's great for the game of golf because there's people I know, on just that I see on Facebook or or just that I talk to, that they say, I hate golf. It is the most boring thing to watch. Mm-hmm. But if Tiger's playing good and Tiger's winning, I'm watching. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Ah, that's interesting. Oh, I just said it. Sorry. Oh. Yeah. So, so Paul, <laughs> NHL playoffs, I know we want to talk about that as well. Good good stuff on Tiger, but, you know, we should probably move on. No, I agree. Absolutely. And the first thing I want to – talk about when it comes to the nhl playoffs is how you guys made predictions last week and can mm-hmm. i can i review those predictions real quick and we'd love you to because okay. i forgot what i said okay we can we can move on to lost and found now let's no, no no let's let's talk real quick yeah let's talk about the nhl playoffs um so we just for fun predicted who would be in the nh uh, the Stanley Cup finals and mm-hmm. jason you said winnipeg and tampa bay mm-hmm. mike you said nashville and tampa bay mm-hmm. and i said nashville and toronto right well you guys are going to need to repick your Eastern Conference champions because Tampa Bay got swept. Yeah, I know. That's amazing. And you said they would, and I didn't believe you. <laughs> but uh, they did, and that's cool because I didn't want them to go on. But Well, what's crazy about that is being the President Cup winner and tying the Red Wings for the most 
wins in a season, 62. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people predicted that they would just kind of waltz right through to the finals, and right, they were definitely the best team in the league all season, and <coughs> nobody's going to stop them. And then all of a sudden, Columbus, mm-hmm. a number eight seed, by the way, yeah, comes out of nowhere and sweeps them. Yeah, I understand that. It, I think when the 62, when um, – I mean 62 – when uh, uh, Red Wings did it back in 97? 96. 95, 96. 95, 96. Uh, they didn't go to win the Red the They made it Cup. to the Western Conference Finals. Oh, they went to the Finals. Okay. And then they lost to Colorado, and Colorado went on to win the Cup. Yeah, so. They well, I still have my – I still have Winnipeg in there. They're tied 2-2. They're up 2-1 right now against St. Louis, so. Yeah, I mean. Or no, actually they won in overtime. Well, who are you going to pick for the – They tied the series 2-2. Who yeah. Gonna, who are you going to pick on the Eastern side now? Columbus, I guess. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> I don't really, really going to go for an Ohio team? No, I'm not. You exactly. know, no, no, we're not doing that. That's why I said, you know, you guys say that I that I like to re-predict all the time, and I yeah. said it last week. We can rewind the tape if we need to. That after the first round, because you just don't know, hockey playoffs are so much different than any other playoffs, and you don't know what's going to happen. I mean, heck, right now Toronto and Boston, you know, Toronto's up two games to one. But so what? They can still lose a series, and then one of my two guys is one of my two teams is going to be out. Well, Nashville, Nashville's losing four nothing right now. Are they really? Yeah. Yeah. No, that yeah. game just started. Yeah, they're down four nothing. Excuse me. God dang it! Well, they'll be their series will be tied two two coming back to Nashville if they lose. <laughs> yep. So, <laughs> really, Michael? Yes, yeah, me. It's uh, still in the first period. Dallas is up four. Up That's four, though. They're not going to come back from that. It, who's in the goal? Is it Pekka? Of course. Oh, my God. Um, well, Maple this? Leafs are down 4-2 <laughs> going into the third period against Boston. And then, yes, Nashville's down 4 nothing at the end of the first. It's insane. It's crazy. Come on, Pekka. Come on, Pekka. He's uh, your boy, Michael. Can you call him and talk to him? I might. Actually. All right. So, so Paul, the What's that? The big talk up here, though, now that Tampa Bay lost is – when Steve Eiserman's going to come and be the GM in Detroit. That's the big the big yeah. news around town here in Michigan. Do you think that's going to happen, or do you think he's going to stay in Tampa Bay? Because technically he's not the GM right now in Tampa Bay. He stepped away from that, um, but he's still with the organization. Right, and I've and heard – Ken Holland has run the wings into the ground as far as I'm concerned. Oh, I totally agree. I think Ken Holland needed to go two, two years ago. Um I, 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 you know, we talked earlier when the regular season was about halfway through and we're coming up on the All-Star game right at the beginning of the year that, you know, I thought Blashill was not the coach to take him to the Stanley Cup Finals. Yes, I know he won a Calder Cup with uh, Grand Rapids, but I still don't believe that he is a Stanley Cup caliber coach and that I thought they should get rid of him and go after somebody that's won a cup like a Joel Quinville who, by the way, Florida just signed, and he's now their coach. Um, but when it comes to Ken Holland, you know, I would love to see Eiserman. Um, seeing what Eiserman's done with, with Tampa Bay um, would be, uh, would be, I think it would be awesome for the Red Wings. I think he would get them back to the Stanley Cup playoffs, start there, and then eventually winning a cup. But I've heard rumors that, he wants to go to the Rangers and mm-hmm. be their GM and director of player personnel mm-hmm. that Edmonton, he may end up there. Mm-hmm. So I think if Detroit wants to have a shot at Iserman, <coughs> or excuse nice. me, 
Sorry, I'm following. See, I'm sitting next to Mike. But I honestly think if my thoughts are if they want a shot at Eisenman to re-energize and rebuild the Red Wings the proper way, they need to do it after, like, right now. They need well, they to... can't touch him until July 1st, from what I heard, is he's under contract. They can't really even talk to him until then. But listening to the Wings, and when they – because it, it's been brought up in, on the radio up here, and um, I get the sense they are at least going to try and go after him. So, <laughs> well, and I think we'll, they should. We'll see. They should yeah, go after him. I really think they should. I think Holland's got another year on his contract. I think they signed him to a two-year deal last year. Yeah, you, you But you know what? It. Buy him out. Say, you know what, Ken? Thanks for the 27 years you gave us, the four cups, but we need to bring somebody in who's going to rebuild this team and get us back to our glory days of being hockey town and the greatest mm-hmm. franchise ever. I agree. So, as far as the playoffs go, you know, next week, you know, pretty much first round is going to be close to being over. So, if we want to remake predictions based on who's left, we can do it next then week. Then we can do it next week. We're going to start from scratch like it never happened, like the first one never happened. Depends on who wins and who loses. <laughs> Sounds fair. Because if Nashville and Toronto are still in, obviously I'm going to stick with my pick. Sounds fair. You know, that's what I picked at the very beginning of the season. So, mm-hmm. That's my um, stomach. That's my stomach. Nice. <coughs> um, well, let's move on and uh, let's quickly talk about the NFL. Next week we have the draft here in Nashville, which is yeah, it's it's already here. become in, insane here. They're already blocking roads. They're just going crazy down down here in for football. Music City for, for the NFL draft. NFL draft, which I think is awesome that it's here. I yeah, think it's, it's awesome, but I got I got to work. I got to drive places. Yeah, I mean, come well, on, people. So do I. But bigger than the draft, and we'll talk more about the draft next week. I think we're going to do. Jason, you're going to have a new segment next week. I am. Um, yeah, we're going to do the top ten, but I'm going to do. We're going to basically get to pick the top ten uh, round or the top. 10, yeah, the first 10 uh, picks of the draft in the first round. The three of us will do that, and there'll be no changing our picks after we. No, 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 no. That's oh, Michael. Uh, Michael, it, listen me? to what you just said. Who, who predicted Super Bowl last year, beginning of the year? <laughs> who me. predicted the Stanley Cup Finals this year, and well, I'm still on track to make that happen? Well, you haven't yet. We'll see what happens. But I'll change it if they Let's both lose. Let's see after my next prediction. Um, I'm excited for the draft to be here. <laughs> I was actually looking, since we do this podcast, what it would take to get a media pass. Yeah, it's not going to happen. <laughs> really? Why? They're, they're very strict on that. I mean, you actually have to be somebody. And well, we have, are somebody. have something that people listen to, like a lot of people. Well, a lot of people. get like, how many people no, listen to our there, stuff? There's, there's, a lot of, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of things that go into a media pass for something like that. How many, how many people are listening to our podcast right now? I don't know. 1.2 right million? Right now, us three. <laughs> No, we got listeners. We got people listening. You're going to uh, so, offend the eight people that listen to us. They're going to yeah. be like, hey, man, what about me? Well, um, I think right now, this week, anyways, today, bigger news is Russell Wilson. Yeah, that's some crazy stuff here. Yeah. Um, Monday, Jay, you and I talked. Monday there was uh, rumors going around that um, – prior to the trade or during the draft or during the draft that Russell Wilson would be traded to the Giants for the Giants' number six overall pick. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Seahawks have number 17. And that the Giants at that point would either release Eli Manning or trade him. 
and then Seattle would take those two first-round picks and trade them to Arizona to get the number one overall pick, and they would draft Kyler Murray. <coughs> okay, let me ask you this. I now, this was Monday. Hold on. All this right, was Monday right. afternoon. Okay, yeah. Okay. When everybody in this world woke up Tuesday morning, Russell Wilson had signed a four-year, $140 million contract with a $65 million signing bonus and a no-trade clause in that contract. So, okay, so they want to keep him. For four years. Apparently. Yeah, for four more years. What is? Why is everybody so high in this Kyler Murphy guy? Kyler Murray? Whatever Kyler Murray? Name. Yeah, Murphy or Murray, whatever his name is. Kyler Murray? Yeah, no, Kyler Murphy. Who's Kyler Murray? <laughs> the Kyler Murphy guy. Michael. <laughs> kidding. Why is everybody so hot on this kid? I mean, he's like five foot three. He's shorter than, um, what's his face, uh, Boston College guy? Doug Flutie? Doug Flutie. A little bit bigger Doug. than Doug Flutie. <laughs> Doug Flutie was amazing, though. He was a, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Is that your lost and found for today? Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. I'm going to do Doug Kyler. Flutie. My, my lost and found is going to be Kyler Murphy. What's, what's <laughs> Kyler Murphy doing now? Uh, <laughs> Jay, you know what? I think you should answer, I, I think you should answer that because I'm just laughing too Why hard. Why is to everybody so hot on this kid? <laughs> Is he really that great? I mean, it's, I think they're overhyping him. Because before, before the end of the season, people were, people were talking about not how he wasn't that great. He was just short. He had all these issues. <coughs> he was like a Russell Wilson. But is he as Could good as start? Russell Wilson? He just signed the biggest contract of any NFL quarterback in history. Which we any all know. NFL which we all know. Yeah, which we all know should never have happened. Because it, he's not as good as Tom Brady. He's not as good as um, Drew Brees. He's not as good as Peyton Manning. He's not, you know, I mean, come on, people. I mean, I guess when I look at this, I mean, I think any player that gets drafted is, uh, you know, it's a risk. I don't care who it is. Um, no one's a guarantee. No, I agree with you. Um, obviously, they see some things in this kid that they think they can develop him into a good NFL quarterback. But, you know, yeah, is he short? Sure, but he does throw the ball well. He's really elusive. He can run. Um yeah, but we all know running in, as a quarterback in the NFL mm -hmm. does not last long. Ask all the running quarterbacks. You're going to look at um, what's-his-face for Baltimore <laughs> Ravens. Who, what's his name now? Who's uh, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. I mean, he ran his butt off in the last season. I'm telling you right now, they ain't going to last. He's going to get hurt. He's gonna. It's going to be bad. There's only a couple quarterbacks in history that have kept the running thing up, Michael Vick and, and – um, Randall Cunningham. Randall Cunningham. Russell Wilson. I mean, he yeah. runs. Russell he, Wilson. He does, but not as much anymore. He doesn't run as much. He does. He, well, he's more like Aaron Rodgers. He, well, Mike, he, let me let me let me throw this out at you. Okay, you want to know why you're <laughs> so high on this kid? Yeah. Um, if you're gonna shoot out college lot, stats, you're gonna bore me. A lot. A lot of. Well, I'm just gonna sh tell you what he did last year. Okay. Um, a lot of these scouts and these these coaches of the NFL teams look at him that he's a pro style quarterback. Yes, he can run. He can throw. Um, like a Russell Wilson or a, um, some say Cam Newton, but I think he's even better than Cam Newton. But last yeah, year, Cam Newton's only six foot seven. You know, um, last year he's five foot two. So. Okay, he's taller than that. But anyways, that last good. year at Oklahoma, he was uh, uh, had a sixty nine percent completion rate. Yeah. Okay. That's. Pretty good. Yeah, all right. Okay. So he's at college. Hold on a second. 4,361 yards. That's in college. 42 touchdowns, seven interceptions. Right. 
and he had a thousand yards rushing on top of that. Read off Tim Tebow's stats. Tebow's Tebow's nothing. Mm-hmm. Read them off. No, I'm He's not going to read them off. Yeah, because you know what I'm, where I'm going with this. Okay, that's in college. You cannot equate. Like, so it's like what um, Bill Belichick said: is the college game is making it hard to evaluate players for NFL. Any like Jason? Oh just said, my God! Like like Jason just said, and I agree. It is so difficult to predict what these kids are going to do in the pros. How many? Ryan Leaf was supposed to go before Peyton Manning and be a better quarterback in the NFL. And what did Ryan Leaf do? Nothing. Went to jail. But in the pros, he did nothing. He had a bad attitude, and Peyton Manning went on to a yeah. Hall of Fame career. Yeah, we know. He, so Russell, it's hard. It's well, hard to say Ryan what these Lee, kids yeah, are going right, to do. Right, I know Ryan Leaf is what he did was he <laughs> made himself a prime candidate for lost and found. Anyway, he went to jail. Anyhow, <laughs> um, so you know these <coughs> coaches like Belichick and you know all the other NFL coaches, they mm-hmm. look at these kids and they think that he is a pro-style quarterback that has the potential mm-hmm. to be a great NFL quarterback. Okay, well, you're gonna, I'm going to make did, a prediction. Yeah. He's going to be a bust. I did, watch, I did watch his pro day. It was on uh, NFL Network or something. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you, he, he, can, he was dropping some dimes. I mean, the kid can zip the ball. So Is he like a Patrick Mahomes? That's what they were comparing him to. Yeah, he can zip the ball. Yeah, but Patrick Mahomes coming out of college was not predicted to do what he did this year. Yeah, I know, but no, he was. They were helping for big things in Kansas City from him, just from his his practices right. and all that. And stuff. what are you going to do if Patrick Mahomes throws twenty seven touchdowns and thirty five interceptions and two thousand yards this year coming up? I would say, told you so. <laughs> My prediction is, this uh, Murphy kid, Murray, whatever, will be a bust. That's my prediction. So I hope somebody spends a lot of money on him and gets old. You do remember your boy Tom was drafted in the sixth round, which was oh yeah, and I knew I knew that was, ago that was a mistake. That was a mistake. Yesterday, that was a mistake. He wasn't predicted to even be a backup quarterback. Yeah, I he know was that. Predicted to be <laughs> practice squad, and look what he did. I know. So it's that's hard to that's predict my point, what these kids are my going point to do. Is they shouldn't be hyping him up that big. Well, uh, you know, it's all media stuff. Anyways, that's, that's it's great to have the debate with you. We're at uh, 50 minutes, FYI. That, that's what... Uh, <laughs> was that all? That's what kind of happens um, in the NFL in these days is they do hype these kids up so much, and then, you know, it's a crapshoot. You don't know who's well, who's going to do what. These yeah. first-round picks, these number one overall picks, out of all the number one overall picks in history, I think it's like a, like a 10% actually succeed in the nfl we should actually do a do a thing on that and yeah. see how many that would be interesting to see. Well, not interesting that would be interesting to see <laughs> <laughs> what that act that number actually is all right michael that can be a new segment just right. a one-time segment all right well i was going to talk about some possible trades that could happen during the draft yeah but, let's do it but um well i'm gonna tell you my uh my lost and found is gonna take a while so because there's a lot to talk about with, with him. So I might just do him next week, like I say. <coughs> I'm fine with that. Jay, are you good with that? We're, that at, uh, good. we're at 51 minutes, and we're still on. I mean, you got some draft stuff to talk about. you got to do your final take, which I know is going to be how great Kyler Murphy is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, people. There's always going to be trades when a draft comes up. The biggest question right now is, is is Arizona going to trade out of the first overall pick? 
Yeah, is Josh and, Rosen going to go to the Patriots or the the uh, Giants? Where is he going to go? Well, are they going to trade him? Are they going to keep him? Is he their number one quarterback? If he's their number one quarterback, then they're not going to draft Kyler Murray. They'll get more draft picks, and you know, there's there's talks that they may drop trade with the Raiders, drop to number four, and take a defensive guy. They're talking that they may take Nick Bosa or Josh Allen, the uh, defensive pass uh, target edge rushers so so many things can happen with draft the 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 one and we we talked a little bit about it earlier you know matt stafford i would not be disappointed if the lions traded stafford yeah why because he hasn't done anything (coughs) i mean a guy can throw for five thousand yards a season whoop-de-doo get us to the playoffs and win a playoff game i don't think that's all on him well we got some other factors in there, like other teammates and coaching. Just those two little factors. Jay, help me out here. Yeah. I mean, I don't think they'll trade him. I'll just, I, I think a lot of this stuff is in the draft, especially. It's just kind of smoke and mirrors. It's a lot of these GMs and coaches just trying to make other teams think they're going to do something. Um, you yeah. know, some years the draft has been pretty, you know. Yeah, I agree with Jay. What, what we thought – was going to happen happens and you know there aren't any big trades yeah yeah I agree. Um, but I some agree. years there there definitely are some surprises um with stafford um i don't think they will trade him uh they have a lot of money wrapped up into him and uh i just don't see that happening and i don't know if they'd get the value of what they you know what they probably want for him but all right. Well, let me let me read this that, that I'm I agree at. that yeah he just he does throw for a lot of yards but but he really hasn't done anything right so mm-hmm. right not wrong there right so this is what this says if you're Detroit decision makers Bob Quinn and Matt Patricia two of Mike's former Patricia, boys yeah. Patricia I call him Patricia not Patricia but okay yeah I know that's what I like to call him because he's like okay. a girl um, do you at least think about starting over with a young quarterback. They inherited Stafford from the prior regime, and over his 10-year career, the former first overall pick has taken home $178 million, the fourth most of any player in the league. Stafford has made one Pro Bowl and delivered zero playoff victories over that time frame. While the latter isn't entirely his fault, the Georgia product doesn't appear to have the ceiling of a top-five quarterback. He has thrown 5,405 yards, 5,405 passes as a pro. And the Lions just moved on from the pass-happy attack of former offensive corner coordinator Jim Bob Cooter. So this team doesn't appear close to winning a Super Bowl as it is currently, currently constructed. So if Detroit did decide to make this trade, they would get two first-round picks. They'd have the number four overall, and if I'm correct, they have the number 10 overall, 9 or 10? Eight. Eight. Number eight. So yep. they would get number four and number eight because they would give up Stafford and a second second round pick, number 43 overall. So they have two top ten picks if they do this. To where they would have a shot at Kyler Murray and an off a, a, the best offensive lineman in the draft or a defense or mm-hmm. a great wide receiver. They would just give them more options, and then they move on from Stafford and they start with a young quarterback who, with the new offensive coordinator, might actually make Detroit better. I've never been a Stafford fan. You haven't? Never have. Interesting stuff. Yeah, I think even if they moved to four, they're not going to get Murray. I think 
I think yeah. Arizona is going to take him. Or somebody um, will take him before. Yeah, four. I think with uh, what's because his he's name? The Arizona, Kings, Kingsbury or whatever. Um, that was his coach. You know. Yeah. Yeah, they're right, and they might. Although the the Lions, if they went to number four, they might get Kyler Murphy. <laughs> they could probably get him in number four, or even number eight. Anyways. Knowing them, they'll they'll make the trade. They'll move down, and they'll take a wide receiver. Jason so. just ignores me. Yeah, they'll take. <laughs> I do. I do. Yeah, because they haven't done that enough in the past. Yeah. So I don't I know. I saw a mock draft the other day that had them taking Rashawn Gary out of Michigan, which I don't think they should do that. <laughs> yeah, I saw that taking him at number eight. Yeah, you know, but I mean, you know, if they if they move if they do get to number four, it could give them a shot at either Josh Allen, Nick Bosa, Quinn and Williams. You know, these are all great defensive guys. Um, a linebacker like Devin White. Um, yeah, but you would think if they're going to move up to four, if they traded Stafford, they moved up to four. They're either going to take Haskins or Murray. Oh, I agree. Yeah, what about this Haskins I mean, character? You think he's going to go up in the high in the draft? I think well, he's going to go to the Giants. Is I, what think I think he's going to go to the Giants at number six. I don't want to give all my picks away for the top ten next week, so stop asking all me. All right, all right, we won't talk about it anymore. <laughs> we don't want to. We don't want to ruin next week. No. All right. So, um, well, we'll we'll see. I mean, that's why I love the draft. I love watching the draft, at least the first round. Um, sometimes I'll, if I have time, I watch the second. And second through, what is it, the second day is second, two through three, two, three, and four, and then five, six, seven, the last day. Um, five, six, and seven is just not as exciting. But, you know, it's crazy how many players turn out drafted in the fifth, sixth, or seventh round that are better than any first rounder that's ever played. I don't know if you guys, saw the, um, With you if you guys saw the article on Nick Saban talking about uh, underclassmen going into the draft of juniors. Um, he uh, was putting out numbers. I guess this is the second highest year that they've had the most juniors coming out. Um, I think it was like 103 are eligible this draft. And the percentage is so low, those guys actually getting drafted. Um, I just thought it was uh, not interesting, but <laughs> uh, it was cuckoo. He's, I guess he's changed his style of, you know, recruiting players into college and trying to get them to stay, you know, he just, he just says when the, a lot of these players that do that are just leaving so much money on the table um, because a, they don't get drafted or they get drafted later than what they may be predicted to get drafted. Yeah. Um, Cause now that they've restructured the rookie contracts and everything. Um, yeah. But yeah, more and more that's happening more and more. These juniors think they got an opportunity and, they really don't. Yeah, and they need to, I mean, they would really be well served to play that extra year and get that experience and really try to, you know what I mean, up their game. But they're so afraid to get hurt. Well, then you're going to get hurt in, full, in NFL too. I mean, come on. Yeah. What's the matter with yeah. these kids in these days, you know? Well, not very interesting. <laughs> well, he was talking about, you know, if they had some type of insurance. <laughs> you know, these players have better insurance you know does the nfl pay for that something along those lines i don't know but um well, well, i, I kind of agree with them i i don't really like nick well i know the players when they decide to go pro they they do go through a pre-draft where they can get a pre-draft grade 
and 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 a prediction of which round they're going to and before they sign an agent and all that then they do have the choice to go back to college if if they don't think they're going to be drafted high enough problem with that i think is you get these people that are analyzing them and and making these predictions and they're going to tell them yeah you know what you'll go second or third round so they'll they'll decide to enter the draft and then it goes sixth or seventh round Mm -hmm. or not at all or not at all Mm -hmm. you know or they end up being practice squad players so you know it's 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 crazy how much actually goes into the draft with these teams and the way they yep try to predict and you know predicting taking a player number one overall i mean last year everybody laughed at cleveland for taking baker mayfield number one mm-hmm. worked out pretty good for him so far well so far we'll, we'll see but they put some talent around him that's going to help him succeed i know so you know um yeah. all right well next week we'll talk more about the draft draft is a week from thursday starting yep. a week from thursday so we'll talk more about that then jaybird's um, gonna get his New segment going next week. We're going to get a new segment going next week. Mike's actually going to be able to do his lost and found. Um, And um, let's get the show wrapped up and do Big Daddy's final take. All right. Big Daddy. Michael. <laughs> I just trying some out. Trying Alrighty. To... Exactly. Thank you, Jason. We'll, we'll wait to see how Twitter feels about that one. I like it. Yeah, we'll see. So my final take this week is going to be real short and sweet because we are at an hour of the show and we try to keep it right at that. Um, really, um, I don't really have anything sports-wise to talk about. Uh-oh. Here we go. Um, what I really just truly want in my final take this week mm-hmm. Is for everybody to be healthy, <laughs> especially be Michael. Oh Lord, I want to be healthy too. Please, happy, and be able to like myself, be able to get some sleep. <laughs> Getting sleep would be great. <coughs> Sleeping would be awesome. So, so your final take is my final take is just you know I want to just I just want to spread the love and have everybody be happy, healthy, and 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 sleeping. <laughs> The sleeping sounds good. I think we're all going to take a little nap after this. Because I'm already coughing, and I wasn't coughing before I came in here. And, and that's not from me. Well, I'm not contagious. I don't I'm think. thinking that's contagious. Mark. I don't even know what I got. <coughs> well, what I've got is Facebook. Mm, nice segue. Thank you. Uh, please find us on Facebook. Like and share our page, Big Daddy Sports Minute. On Twitter, at BD Sports Minute. Instagram, BD Sports Minute. Apparently, we'll be kicked off of uh, Instagram for, or uh, iTunes forever because my comments last week, but that's okay. It's all good. <laughs> and, uh, Mike, where can we follow you? Well, you can uh, – actually, I'll be at the, uh, at the hospital getting all my uh, organs put back into my body. So just look me up at uh, St. Thomas Hospital. All right. Jay? Uh, you can follow me on Facebook. I'm just not going to tell you how. Okay. That's my boy. All right. <laughs> Mystery. All right. Good luck finding it. Yeah, exactly. Good luck. Even though I tag you every week, good luck. Thanks. All right, guys. Good show. Glad we were here. Mike, I really do hope you feel better and you're healthy yes. next week. Big Daddy's out. Woo.